Hey folks, you're listening to Jared Sports Beat. I'm Jared McMurray. We have another guest for you this week, Mark Taylor, who is the GA in the Sports Info Office. Uh, he's here, been here. This is his second year at Gardner Webb, and we're just brought him in to talk a little sports. Uh, he's in charge of men's and women's soccer this year, so we have we just want to talk a little bit about that. Um, so you know, both both school or both teams, you know, heading into the conference season here. I know the boys travel to Coastal tomorrow. I just what's the outlook on both teams as far as conference season? Uh, the men, um, they, they uh, are currently one and six on the season, so you would think that is disappointing, which it is. But uh, their schedule has not exactly been easy. Uh, counting, well, they play uh, Clemson tomorrow, who's fifth in the country. And then the following Tuesday, they play. Uh, or no, tomorrow they play Coastal. Sorry, and Tuesday they play Clemson, who's uh, number six in the country. I just in the latest uh, rankings, and they've played Charlotte, who's a top twenty-five team. They played UAB, who made the NCAA tournament last year. So it's it's been a tough schedule so far, but uh, you know you pretty much start start fresh when you start conference, uh, which starts tomorrow. Yeah, and that game uh, against Clemson coming up uh, next Tuesday, that will be here at Gardner-Webb. What's that really mean for the sports program to bring in a, uh, a team like that, a program like that from a, a big school like that, especially one that's having a successful year? Um, you get a lot of students out. It's good publicity for the school, obviously, and it's kind of fun for the boys to be able to play, even if it's a, a top-tier team. Yeah, it's uh, anytime you can bring in uh, a big-name team, uh, you know, ACC is probably arguably best soccer conference in the country, and um, you know, probably local local uh, people in the community are going to come out because they see Clemson. Um, you know, a lot of them are fans of them in South Carolina. So anytime you can get those teams to uh, come to Boiling Springs, it's a it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and uh, go ahead and talk a little about the girls, you know, going to a conference season. They've had a little bit more success in the non-conference schedule than um, the men have. And Coach Mike Varga, he's really brought in quite a few freshmen this year and, and put them in there, and they've and they've done well so far. Yeah, it, um, at beginning of the season, uh, they were having trouble scoring. Uh, they took a trip down to uh, Alabama and dropped um, a game to Troy and uh jacksonville state so that was kind of got off to a rough start but um he's starting a number of freshmen a goalie couple couple people on defense in the midfield so it's uh no an adjustment for sure but you know they're uh three three four and two currently they start uh conference play saturday when they host winthrop and then on uh, next Wednesday, they host uh, defending champion uh, High Point, which uh, our athletic director, Chuck Birch, his daughter, plays for High Point. So, um, you know, he, it, it'll be, a, it'll be a, a big game. Sure, yeah. Um, so, you know, big soccer, uh, good, good for the outlook. Uh, you know, if you can get around, get to the Clemson game next Tuesday here at Gardner-Webb at 7 o'clock. Also, the women play couple conference home games coming up here right right off the bat so we're looking forward to you know the conference season in soccer soccer is a very fast growing sport in our country um so but let's move on to the sport the you know the injury filled sport of football 
And we'll, we'll skip over Gardner-Webb this week, but remember, Gardner-Webb did pick up their first win of the season, uh, 13-9 last week against Virginia Union, and they will battle at Wofford Saturday evening. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the NFL, Mark. Mark's, Mark's from Pittsburgh. He's a Steelers fan. There is eight, I believe, eight or nine 0-2 teams in the NFL. They are the Lions, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Saints, the Texans, the Bears, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Colts. What, out of those teams, what team do you think has the best chance of making the playoffs? You know, it's less than a 50% shot if you start the season 0-2 to make the playoffs historically. But there have obviously been some teams that have done it and done quite well the rest of the season and even made a playoff run. That's a, it's you know, a, that's a that's a toughie. But um, and the two teams that out of that bunch that come to mind are, uh, you know, the Indianapolis Colts, which, as all of you know, Jared Jared hails from uh, near Indianapolis, big Colts fan, um, and my uncle lives there, uh, so he he said it could be a tough season, but Thankfully, um, I don't believe that division is, you know, the toughest. Uh, some teams are young and rebuilding, so they definitely have a good shot, um, as well as, I believe, the Seahawks. Um, they just got Cam Chancellor back. I don't know if he's going to be uh, available Sunday, but he's going to make a big impact. First two games for the Seahawks were on the road. They go back to um, 12th man. So if I had to pick out of those two teams who... Who has the best chance to make the playoffs? I'll go with Indianapolis. Yeah, and I, and I honestly would go with the same, and here's why, mostly. Indianapolis is 0-2. Uh, people are, I mean, just they're throwing Andrew, they're starting to throw Andrew Luck under the bus. They're just, I mean, they're firing at all cylinders at both the GM and the coach. But I think Andrew Luck's a player that does well under fire, and he, he wants people to say bad things about him. It, it, fuels, it fuels his fire. Uh, and like you said, they play in the AFC South, and unless Jacksonville can somehow knock off New England this weekend, and the Colts beat Tennessee, they will be atop the division. Uh, nobody will be better than one and two, and the Colts already have a one and zero start in the division, uh, better than any other team. And the Seahawks, you know, I I think they play in a much tougher division than the Colts. I honestly thought they would have defensive trouble heading into the season. We'll see how much that changes now that they have uh, Chancellor back. Hopefully he's stayed in stayed in good shape during his holdout, and he can make an immediate impact. Um, I think it really helped St. Louis losing last week to go one and one. I think St. Louis and Arizona are both going to be teams that are going to challenge Seattle. But I both I agree with you on both of those teams. I think the other teams uh, just just don't quite have what it takes. I think Baltimore is a team to look at, but they play in a tough division um, with your Steelers, the Bengals, and the Browns, who can knock off anybody any given week. Um, Let's move on a little baseball here. You know, September is drawing to an end, and your Pirates, my Cubs, big crucial series coming up this weekend. The Pirates have a three-game lead on the Cubs. The Pirates do play today. The Cubs are off. Uh, they'll be in Chicago tomorrow for a three-game set. Uh, how crucial is that series? Do you think, as far as getting home field advantage, that wild card? Obviously, it looks like the Cardinals are going to pretty much wrap up the NL Central. So that wild card will be between the Cubs and the Pirates. It's just a matter of where. It's uh it's a huge series. Um, unfortunately for the Pirates, it's in Chicago. Uh, the Pirates, I believe, have the best record, uh, in the majors at PNC Park. So it obviously would be nice to to play in Pittsburgh, but um, you know, that's not what the schedule dictates. So it 
it's a huge series, Sunday Night Baseball, um, for the final game of the series. Uh, and hopefully the Pirates can get the win today, so it'll be, uh, you know, four games up on the Cubs. So even if they get swept, they'll still have a, a lead, but, uh, arguably the two hottest teams in the, in the majors right now. Uh, so it's, it's a huge series, um, hard to predict. But uh, it'll be fun to watch, that's for sure. Yeah, and the Cubs just last week they took three or four in Pittsburgh. Um, they're playing, they're playing ba- good baseball. Uh, the Cubs do. They, you know, look at the, the remaining schedule. The Cubs will get their last home game with a makeup game with Kansas City on Monday, and then they they finish on the road with two of the easiest teams in the league. You would think, based off record, both in the Central, uh, Milwaukee and Cincinnati. First Cincinnati, and then at Milwaukee. Um, but no team really in the NL Central has played well in Milwaukee. I know the Pirates have a losing record. The Cubs struggled there, lost two or three earlier in the year. Um, and the and the the Pirates get the Cardinals at home and then the Reds at home. So obviously, you know, very comparable schedules, even though uh, the uh, Pirates have to face the Cardinals, but at least they get to play that at home. Like you said, they have one of the best records in baseball at home. Um, I saw them play the Cardinals. Uh at home earlier in the season, you could just tell it's just a different atmosphere. And I think that's huge. I think the, the Cubs really they started playing earlier in the year. They were playing a lot, a lot better baseball away from home. I think it took a while for the the rookies to get um, used to the atmosphere. John Lester uh, coming into Chicago for the first time. Uh, get it's it's just, it's just a different atmosphere. You know they've put in those scoreboards, so they've even changed the atmosphere with the wind and everything. The weather it really can make an impact in the game on the game, and I think that could really make an impact. If the Cubs get to the playoffs, get through Pittsburgh, even if the game is at home against Pittsburgh, um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be very interesting. Like you said, this series is going to be crucial. It's going to be a fun one to watch. And people really forget the baseball's still on. You know, football starts. You watch college football all day Saturday and Sunday. And you're like, well, there's still baseball on. You know, the Blue Jays and the Yankees uh, just wrapped up a crucial series, and so did the Angels and the Astros. The Angels are trying to catch the Astros in the AL wild card. So just real quick, I know you mentioned that you think the Pirates are playing the best. Who do you think is playing the best right now, looking ahead to the playoffs, that you think can make a deep run and get to the World Series? That, Especially maybe a team you know, that people aren't thinking about, somebody besides Kansas City or St. Louis. You'd have to go with the Mets just because of their pitching, but it, they're kind of a wild card because they have a whole bunch of young pitchers, so you don't know how they're going to do. And the whole controversy with uh, Matt Harvey and his, his innings, you know, the doctors are saying he should be limited. But, of course, Matt Harvey, the competitor that he is, you know, wants to go out there. Uh, he pitched Sunday, pitched five innings, had something like seven strikeouts. Uh, so he's he's ready to go. Before that, he had taken uh, a 12-day break. Um, so they're, you know, they're being careful with him, being careful with Syndergaard. Um, of course, they have uh, Steven Matz, who came up for a few games, got injured, and now he's back pitching well. Uh, so, and then... They got Cespedes at the trade deadline, so uh, the Mets, I I think, can uh, definitely make a deep run, uh, you know, if they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and I really agree with you there. I think uh, for a couple weeks now, I really thought the Mets really are they're going to match up well with the Dodgers in the NLDS, and I like for them to advance the uh, advance out of that now. Depending on who they play, I think they can get past the Cardinals. I think they'll struggle a little bit more with the. The Pirates and the Cubs, because I think the Cubs and the Pirates have a little bit more of a complete um, rotation. 
and it'll be a it'll be more of a, a battle. Both both teams will have pitchers going deep in the ball game. I think the Cardinals, you can get you know Lance Lynn um, is pretty dominant, and so is Michael Walker. But the other the others you can really get rattled, and you get into their bullpen early. And if you can get to some of their bullpen guys, um, other than Rosenthal, you can really give them trouble. I know that um, Adam Wainwright has been cleared to play. Uh, it's uncertain of what his role is going to be going forward, whether it's going to be out of the bullpen or whether he'll even be on the playoff roster. So it'll be interesting to see. I think you always got to pay attention to the Blue Jays, what they've done since the All-Star breaks, unbelievable offensively. And with the acquisition of David Price, they've really anchored down their, their rotation. Uh, Tulowitzki, if they can get him back, I think they can make a good run. He's been He was a, a magnificent addition, especially defensively. Um, he struggled a little bit at the plate since acquiring him. But we'll see. So, folks, pay attention to baseball. Good NFL week coming up, plus college football. Garter Web Football will be at Wofford at 7 o'clock on Saturday. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.